Happy day to you, everybody. This is What's True for Everybody. This is experience number 55. It's hope number six, and it's called A Different Dance Than We Expected. A Different Dance Than We Expected. This is a podcast, if you're just joining us, where we like to talk about what's true for everybody, no matter who you are. And we do it from a a biblical, a Jesus-centered place. And we believe that includes you. So glad you're listening. Here we go. A different dance than we expected. Because we're all in the midst of a different dance than we expected, I'm guessing. Question. When's the last time you got ready for a dance? You did everything you could to look look your best in what you wore and the makeup you put on or the dress or the tuxedo or the suit you wore. Uh, you had all these, it was a special day, a special evening. You had all these thoughts, you had all these expectations of what will happen and how things are going to go. Maybe with some sort of award that was being presented or or what was going to happen with a significant other during this evening or whatever it was with your kid. Uh, it was some sort of formal occasion. It was a wedding or a wedding reception. It was a school dance. It was a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah celebration. And you made sure to do whatever you could to have the best night possible in your mind you knew how this dance was going to go i recently re came across a picture from before my junior prom i was a junior in high school uh my first prom ever i was uh 16 17 year, years old i um <laughs> was probably about five foot one, five foot, something like that. And I took a fantastic human being named Piper Mead. Piper is awesome. We're, we're, we're still in, in contact, still friends. And I have this picture up right now. It's, uh, Piper is, is looking great in a purple dress. I am in a black suit with a silver bow tie and a silver vest. And I have my, (laughs) my head shaved on the side, but uh, long kind of hair parted in the middle going down my head. And I think if I recall correctly, it's also shaved under the hair, on the, the upper side parts of my head. Uh, it looks like I gave Piper a fantastic corsage that she had on her, on her wrist. Corsage, that's what they're, they're called, right? And this is a picture, uh, Piper actually tagged me on Facebook with it. Let's see, it's February 2nd, 2019. 19, and she said, you were such an awesome prom date. Sorry, I didn't learn about spray tanning until about 15 years later. <laughs> In this picture, we're standing in, in front of her, the steps of her house. We are both uh, pale and pasty is probably a good way to put it. Uh, Piper was fantastic athlete, softball, basketball player. They actually won. She was a year younger than me, still is. They won the state championship at Buffalo Grove High School the year after I graduated, so her senior year. And so I wrote back, ha, 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 I had such a great time. I remember this picture being taken. Apology accepted. I, in turn, apologize for being the shortest, least skilled dancer and worst basketball player in this picture. (laughs) But this was a night where you had the tux, you had the hair gel, you had the flower uh, pinned to you. You had all of it. Dance was great. We had uh, the after party. The school-sponsored after party was on a boat. 
at Navy Pier in Chicago. Uh, except the, I remember it was too windy because we were in the windy city of Chicago that the boat couldn't go out into Lake Michigan. And so the boat just stayed anchored <laughs> to, the, to the pier for the two hours or whatever it was. Uh, when have you gotten ready for a, a dance, some sort of big night, and it, it went how you thought it was going to go? But then when have you gotten ready for a big night or a dance and it it was not... <laughs> what you expected it did not go how you thought it was going to go there's a psalm in the old testament psalm 30 and it's written by this guy named david Uh, david had some things in his life that didn't go how he thought they were going to go and there's a verse in this psalm that i came across towards the end of 2019 and i'll get to that here in a few minutes Uh, but i'm going to read the entire psalm to you. And this is essentially a, a praise psalm of David to God for his faithfulness in a time of need. And he writes this I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord, you, his faithful people. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced, if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. So David writes this praise psalm to God for his faithfulness in a time of need, whatever is going on in David's life at this particular time. And, and notice, like, the first thing he says, I will exalt you, Lord. And the last thing he says, Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. So in the midst of whatever is going on, here's what I can see. You're still faithful. I will exalt. So I'm able to say, I'm, I will exalt you, Lord. And at the end, Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Now, towards the end of 2019, I came across verse 11 that has stuck in my head it says you turned my wailing into dancing you removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy and then he finishes with verse 12 that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent lord my god i will praise you forever what david is saying here is is god is faithful in changing circumstances there will come a time where we're wailing turns into dancing this is what god does when mourning that's what it means when you wore sackcloth and meant you were mourning when he turns mourning into joy john calvin at one point over like 400 years ago said this he said god always be sprinkles <laughs> which is an awesome word try to use that this week be sprinkles god always be sprinkles his people with the sweetness of his favor to moderate and assuage their grief it's not a good quote. God always besprinkles his people with the sweetness of his favor to moderate and assuage his grief. 
Now, the reason this particular verse, verse 11, you turned my wailing into dancing, you removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, uh, stuck out to me because it was at the end of 2019. And 2019 was the the worst, emotionally speaking, year of my life. <laughs> Things didn't go how I thought they were going to go. Uh, it was, It was a bunch of people coming to me uh, believing something about me that that was not true, and, and it was me trying to deal with it and get past it. And so I decided, starting January 1, 2020, that I would pray this particular verse, this this verse in the psalm, every morning in 2020. And so far, I have. Today, as I record this, it's it's April 1st, so I'm like one we're one fourth of the way into this year. And every morning, I I sit and do my uh, prayer, meditation, whatever you want to call it. And, and I go over and over this verse. You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy. Okay. And so I thought, okay, 2020, this is going to be so much better than 2019. There's going to be dancing and there's going to be joy. And for me, that meant like I have measurable goals in life and in work and in family. Like all these things that didn't happen in 2019 are going to happen in 2020. And here we are. (laughs) Income down. Trips we were supposed to take canceled. Just got an email two days ago from Great Wolf Lodge. We have a tradition with our kids for the last like five years. Every year we've taken them to Great Wolf Lodge and we look out ahead and, and see when the cheapest <laughs> nights are and, and we'll go for two nights. Um, but they are understandably and wisely closed when we're supposed to go. And so we had to tell our kids this at dinner the other night. Uh, visitors not coming. Um, future. <laughs> unknown. So it's gone from 2020. I have all these measurable goals. It's going to be so much better. You turn my wailing into dancing God. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. And here we are. I thought I knew how my dancing would look in 2020. But this is a different dance than I expected. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you have you been experiencing this too? Now, believe it or not, uh, emotionally, 2020 is a way better year than 2019, and it's not it's not close. Way better. I'm happier. I'm I'm emotionally healthier. I'm more I'm more able to be in each moment. Um, it's 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 just not even a contest. It's it's way better. It's it's just a different dance than I expected. My dancing so far in 2020. Has, has looked more like uh, authentic prayer and FaceTiming with loved ones and dreaming about what's next and playing board games with my family and appreciating sunshine and getting outside when I can and, and listening to music that puts me in a good mood and sidewalk chalk and, and all this sorts, revisiting trips that we took last year and, and in the past. Uh, getting packages from relatives who are sending stuff to us and our, our kids because they love us. I thought I knew how the dance was going to go, but this is a different dance than I expected. And you know what? My wailing is still turning into dancing. 
it, it, my 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 morning my sackcloth still is being replaced with joy it's just different than i expected i saw this on facebook the other day and so i'm <laughs> i'm going to read it to you and this it, it this just gets the point across it's not all appropriate but it gets the point across and it's to point out this isn't what we thought it would be here on april 1st 2020 it says this imagine if 10 years ago you were approached by a time traveler and he was like look i don't know much time to explain all I can tell you is that the year 2020 is going to be an absolute circus. You know Donald Trump, the star of The Apprentice? Well, he's the president of the United States. Australia catches fire and a woman tries to save it by selling pictures of her chest. Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. Half the world is devastated. The other half just makes memes. Just when the world starts to recover from the loss of Kobe, some dude in China eats a bat and starts a global pandemic that specifically kills Mama and Papa's. <laughs> Or grandparents. Everyone loses their minds. 40% of the population thinks it's the end of the world. Another 40% thinks it's all fake. And another 20% blames it on a cell phone, blames it on cell phone towers and Tom Hanks kids. The one thing everyone seems to agree on is that the only way to survive is by hoarding toilet paper. Grocery stores are ransacked and Charmin Ultra Soft essentially replaces the dollar as the United States official currency. All sports are canceled. Eventually, as hysteria grows, world governments are forced to shut down the entire planet and lock everyone in their houses, and the only person that can keep the people from completely flipping out and starting a huge riot is a gun-toting, mullet-sporting Oklahoma man with a meth addiction and 180 pet tigers. <laughs> yeah, this isn't... <laughs> You'd be like, what? <laughs> this isn't what you thought this was going to be. You thought... By the way, that last reference... Uh, What's that? Tiger King, I think it's it's called. I've never I'd never heard of it until a couple of days ago. Never never seen it. Uh, just in case you were wondering, you thought 2020 would be a year of dancing with a raise or a new job or big graduation parties or being able to walk across the graduation stage with your classmates and friends that you've been with for however many years. Or it'd be a year of dancing with family reunions or, or growth in your company or a lot of travel or, or starting opening a little restaurant or, or a small business that you've been dreaming about. And now you can't even go to the grocery store without having to go home and shower because of what you may have what you may have picked up. This doesn't mean this is huge. This doesn't mean you're not dancing. It just means it's a different dance than you expected. So far this year, it's been it's been a it's been a now it's now it's a dance of uh, gratefulness when you wake up without a fever. Now it's a dance of prayer for people you know who aren't feeling well. Now it's a dance of slowing down in your daily life. Now it's a dance of reexamining your priorities, and somehow through all this, you're understanding what actually matters and what's really important. Now it's a dance of Hugging your kids more often. It's a dance of movie nights. Now it's a dance of, of looking at old photo albums. It's a dance of telling stories, of reminiscing. Now it's a dance of seeing people be generous and being lifted up by that. Now it's a dance of realizing we're more alike than we are different. And being okay with that. Now it's a dance of, I just saw as I started talking... Some neighbors of ours, a father and son, were um, they exercise out front now. They run down to the stop sign that's in front of my house and then back to their driveway. Um, 
the the dad is working from home now because of all of this. They didn't do this before. This is a this is a, a thing. This exercise thing that they started in front of their house um, started because we're in the situation we're in now. It doesn't make the situation good. It doesn't make it fun. It doesn't mean it's it's fantastic. There's there's still evil, loss, death, hurt in this world. None of this makes that good. It just means this is a different kind of dance that wouldn't have happened if we weren't in this position. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. I'll keep praying this verse. And I'll keep praying this verse because I'm I'm confident it's true. And I'm confident it's happening. I just don't always get to choose the dance. Then David says that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord my God, I will praise you forever. I'll keep singing his praises. This is this is testament that God is faithful in changing circumstances. Turning wailing into dancing, turning mourning into joy is what he does. As John Calvin said, God always besprinkles his people with the sweetness of his favor to moderate and assuage their grief. My brothers and sisters, even though this is a different dance than you expected, may you know that you're still dancing. Grace and peace. We'll talk to you soon.